as soon as I open it, roaches. To where when I walk in the house, <laughs> did you scream? Hold. <laughs> Welcome back to Econics Talks, guys. When I pop up, everybody gonna be like, man, overnight success. Lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. Are you serious about this? Because if you are, then I'm willing to back the business. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? I want to give a huge shout out to all the new supporters that have joined us this year. And I can never forget my day one. So shout out to y'all, too. As most of you guys know, running an independent podcast takes a ton of time and energy. Now, if you ever benefited from an episode of this show or many episodes and you'd like to support, you can do that by buying us a coffee. You can reach that by the support link in the show notes or if you're following me or Econics on Instagram, it'll be in the link in the bio. And this will be used to cover any expenses that come with the show. I appreciate everything you guys have done and this has been such a fulfilling year. Now, on to this episode. What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Econics Talks. Guys, I want to first of all thank you for for the people and the um, supporters that I have that actually bought me a coffee. So shout out to Olivia. She actually her name is Olivia Bleeker. Huge shout out to her for for purchasing um, purchasing me a coffee and a couple other people who uh, decided to remain anonymous. So shout out to you. Shout out to everybody who's anonymous that also bought coffees as well. Guys, I appreciate the support. A hundred thousand over a hundred thousand. I I don't even know if that's a real thing, but I appreciate y'all so much. So thank you guys. And again, um, any of those donations do go to the support of the show. So now we're going to go ahead and get started on this episode. So today, guys, we're going to be talking about Kanye and Adidas, um, more specifically their partnership. We're going to analyze and break down their partnership and and just just break down, you know, what's going on with them now. We're going to start back in November of 2013. So if you guys remember, before Kanye partnered with Adidas, he was with Nike. So during this time, he was about to, he was, you know, very disgruntled. He was about to split with Nike. You know, there was a lot of back and forth. Well, the reason why he was complaining about Nike was because Nike refused to pay him royalties on the uh, Yeezy sales. Well, if you guys remember that Sway in the Morning interview, this is the this is the interview everybody's like, everybody remembers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. You ain't got the answers. It's that interview. So in that interview, that's when Kanye's like going off about, you know, not getting paid. And what he was saying was, Sway was like, well, why don't you just build your own thing? And that's why Kanye was just saying like, well, you ain't got the answers because that's not how it works is what he, you know, he was trying to explain. Now, it is pretty standard for a musician to receive royalties, so it makes sense for Kanye to access. And he actually, you know, this is a Kanye quote. Nike told me, we can't give you royalties because you're not a professional athlete. Kanye, again, he says, I told them I'll go to the garden and play one on one. I'm a performance athlete. <laughs> That's Kanye. Now, later that month. Adidas actually announced their partnership with Kanye. So I'm going to run that back. So this is November 2013. He's in a partnership with Nike. But later that month, that's when he announced his actual partnership with Adidas. Now, at the end of 2013, 
Adidas ended the year with their North American sales down 1%. Now, I want y'all to note that. So when this deal was first started, Adidas, their North American sales were down 1%. And across their company, sales were also flat. So it wasn't even like it, they were doing well in other places. They were struggling as, they don't say struggling, but they weren't growing as a brand. And when your sales are down, obviously, well, that means some something's not going right. So 2014 rolls around and Nike and, and Kanye, they quietly did a release. So remember, this is after they said they split. So 2014, they, they released another shoe together. So this shoe was the famous Nike Air Yeezy 2s. Most people know these as the Red Octobers. So if you've ever seen a pair of Red Octobers, probably not in person. I doubt you. I mean, I ain't ever seen a pair in person. Um, a pair now is worth anywhere between twelve to 18000 So I don't know if you would see anybody rocking a pair of Red Octobers around. So that was pretty much all of 2014. Now, in 2015, this is when Kanye and Adidas started to drop their, their first, um, first designs. So the first shoe that they dropped was the Yeezy Boost 720s. That dropped in February of 2015. And then later that year, Yeezy also, um, or Kanye also dropped the Yeezy 350s. Now, the 350s, that was named Shoe of the Year by Footwear News. Kanye was also named one of Time Magazine's most influential people. Now, the importance to that is it, it brought a ton of hype and a ton of notoriety to his brand. So with Kanye being who Kanye is, as any type of publicity or press, for the most part, if it's not, you know, obviously wild, it's going to make make people want to buy, you know, more Adidas. Adidas later on in 2015 also launched their app for sneakerhead. So as if you've ever bought and sold sneakers or anything like that, um, because Adidas didn't necessarily have a shoe that people wanted to resell, they had no need to have an app for it. Well, Yeezy started to, to get into that that realm. So they launched their own app. And at this time, their partnership was going really, really well. So 2016 rolls around, partnerships going great. And Adidas and Kanye decided they, that, I'm sorry, Adidas and Kanye decided that they wanted to sign a new deal. And that deal was signed through 2026. So at the time, Adidas said it was it was the most significant partnership between a non-athlete and a sports brand. And that's probably true. You know, you don't really see a lot of you see some collaborations with sports brands and, and artists now. But at that level, at that magnitude, not really. So in December of 2016, Adidas was named Sports Business of the Year by Yahoo Finance. And they were named uh, Sports Business of the Year because they were able to turn around a streak of U.S. market share losses. So I'm going to repeat that. Remember, two years prior, or this is this is 20, 2016, and you know, in 2013, they were they were in the red. And now, you know, three years later. They're, they've turned around a streak of those those losses and now they're they're doing you know they're making money. So in year 2016 they also dropped the Ultra Boost and the NMDs. So those really took off. That was one of the first pairs that really started to take off, you know, into mainstream uh, mainstream culture. And then we shift over to 2017. So this is when the Yeezy 700 Wave Runner dropped. Yo, these look like the little dad shoes. I'm not sure if y'all remember those, but a lot of people had those. So the, the Yeezy Wave Runners became one of the most popular Yeezys 
ever released. And me, I mean, honestly, y'all personally, I'm not a big Yeezy. I'm not a big fan of Yeezys. I hear that they're comfortable. I'm just not a fan of the style. They just too bulky and they're too wide. <laughs> so shout out to y'all who rock Yeezys, but not, not really my flavor. And again, back in 2017. So again, this became one of the most popular shoes ever released. And, and they officially passed Jordan as the number two sneaker brand in the in, in market share. Now I'm gonna tell you guys, that is extremely important. So if you guys know anything about resellers, y'all know Jay's retro Jordans go hard. A lot of people, I mean, people have died literally over, over Jordans. It's crazy. So for, for um, the Yeezy brand to surpass the Jordan brand as a number two sneaker brand in market share, that's a big deal. Now, Kanye also gifted his then wife, uh, Kim Kardashian, $200,000 in Adidas stock. So obviously this was done in good faith to show that, you know, his commitment to the company and to show like, hey, you know, we, we doubling down on this. I really believe in this. All right. So 2018 rolls around and this is kind of when Kanye started to trip. So Kanye said slavery sounds like a choice. I'm not sure if you guys remember the TMZ interview, but that's where he said that at. And that was the first time the Adidas CEO had to had to justify their relationship with him. He was quoted by saying Kanye has helped us have a great comeback in the U.S. He said this on CNBC. And he also said there is no doubt the Yeezy brand has a fundamental impact on our overall brand. So they kind of tried to dodge it. They really didn't address it. Honestly, they probably didn't even know how to at that point. Now, later on that year. Kanye also visited President Trump at the White House and and he also rocked the uh, the Make America Great Again hat. So obviously, guys, at the time, I mean, even still now, that symbol is very, very controversial and people don't like it. So with that, he, he rocked the hat and he also gave he gave Trump partial credit for his move to Adidas. He he was he's quoted by saying, you gave me the heart to go to Adidas this Adidas thing made me a billionaire. And that's just, you know, for him to publicly praise the president at the time with the president um, being so, again, controversial, that did not bode well for Adidas stock. That didn't, that didn't bode well for him at all in his business ventures. Now, 2019 rolls around. So in February, now mind you, they're still, still doing well. Yeezys are still doing well. In 2019, in February of that year, Kanye lobbied to be the creative director of Adidas as a whole due to his success with the Yeezy brand. But y'all already knew that wasn't going to happen. They were not about to let Kanye be creative director of, of Adidas. Not just Yeezy, but Adidas. Well, they weren't going to let that happen, but their stock price skyrocketed in 2019. I mean, it was crazy. So Yeezy sales actually topped 1 billion for the first time ever in 2019. And because of his partnership with Adidas, Kanye ended up going from $53 million in debt in 2016 to earning $150 million pre-tax three years later. Now, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but when Kanye was trying to you know, really get this fashion thing on the ground. He talked about how much debt he had gone into. He talked about how much money he had lost. So to 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 hear and to for it to be reported that, you know, in 2019 he was $53 million in debt. And now, you know, he was earning 150 million before taxes are taken out. That's 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 a hell of a come up, man, in a short period of time. So 
In 2020, the market was was hit. Everybody got crushed. But guess what? Not Yeezy. They actually sold nearly $1.7 billion in Yeezy products. They finished 2020 in the green in spite of the pandemic. And in September, Kanye asked to be on the board of directors. <laughs> Whew. He said he he said he wanted to be. He asked to be on the board of directors. But here's his response. He told them he would wear Jordans until they actually let him be on the board of directors. So he's trying to flex. So let me tell you what's going on. Kanye already knew. Kanye's aware. So think about Kanye. This is my speculation. He's not a he's not an idiot. So there obviously there's aspects of him that, you know, have some type of intelligence. Well, Kanye knew he was bringing in most of the money. So he tried to leverage that to flex. Kanye didn't need Adidas as much as Adidas needed him. And that's where, you know, a lot of this, this hinges on because, you know, unfortunately, well, fortunately for Nike, they are a big enough company. So when they split with Kanye, they didn't care because they've already had, you know, multiple shoes, multiple sneakers, multiple brand deals with, with, um, you know, top basketball players and, and other, other names that are huge. Well, Adidas didn't have that and they still really don't. So with, with Kanye leaving, that definitely puts a damper on things. So back to 2020. So in 2020, he also announced that he will be running for president. When you run for president, you have to file your holdings with the the Federal Election Commission. So in that filing, he valued his Yeezy LLC, the Yeezy Apparel LLC, and the Yeezy Footwear LLC at $50 million a piece. So that's where we kind of get the valuation that his, his business is worth the $150 million. In spite of the pandemic, in spite of all of that, it's crazy. If you check out the stock price, if you check out just how the market was moving for Adidas at that time... Everybody was tanking, but to see them not only tank, but rebound and surpass where they actually opened at the, in the beginning of 2020, that's doing some numbers. Now, 2021 rolls around and by the end of that year, Adidas North American sales jumped 17% to 5.1 billion. In 2020, they did 1.7 billion in easy products. And in 2021, they did 5.1 billion. So the money's there. I mean, everybody's pretty much banking and, and nobody's complaining. Now, they also had a celebrity lineup that included Beyonce. They also got Pharrell on and Bad Bunny. So now they're starting to, to dip over into more mainstream artists and to, to expand and push that brand even more. Now in 2021, the Yeezy Foam Runners dropped that summer and they were really popular for resellers. Now, this is interesting because y'all know how, well, actually, I'm not sure if you guys know how this works in the sneaker company, but a lot of times you'll see a top shoe and you'll see somebody that will remake the shoe and try to resell it for a cheaper price. Well, Walmart did this and y'all know Walmart They'll have a lot of, you know, essentially not like knockoffs, but they're, you know, copycats of a lot of popular shoes. And in this fashion, it did the same thing. But Kanye actually sued Walmart because he said that they violated um, his shoes and they copied them. They actually ended up settling, but the amount that they settled for was never disclosed. But y'all know he got paid. So that's that's that. Now, in June, now we're going to skip to this year. That was last year. Nothing too crazy about last year. They was pretty much just making money. 
Now, this year is when things really started to get rocky. So in June of, of this year, Adidas dropped their Adelaide slide, which looks like a version of Yeezy slides. Kanye was pissed and Kanye actually called out the CEO and he said he was tired of, of all the copying. Now, he said a bunch of other things, but that's just to sum everything up. That's pretty much what he was saying. He's pissed off about everybody copying. Now, if you've ever shopped for shoes, you'll know, okay, I'll use Jordan, for example. So if y'all got, if y'all have ever seen Retro J's, those are like the, the most popular Jordans. Those are the most expensive ones. Those are where the resellers um, typically go. Now, what you'll also notice is you have another brand called like Team Jordan and you got other Jordans. People do not like those, J, those Jordans. And the reason being is because they're essentially like a a lower product or a lower tiered product for customers who may not be able to afford the retro Jordans, or they may not have access because of the limited supply. Well, in this case, because the Yeezys were or are so popular, problem with that is a lot of companies, they do drop those lower tier models. But in this case, Adidas doesn't own, <laughs> Adidas doesn't, they're not able to, to just drop copycats like that without Kanye, you know, getting pissed off and, and or whatever. But, you know, and we'll cover that, we'll, we'll cover that in a second because it does get interesting. But with him calling out the CEO, again, that's why he said he was tired, tired of them copying because this wasn't the first time that they had this issue. And he also demanded a meeting with them. Now, in September of this year, Adidas CEO, he said that he will be retiring at the end of the year. And Kanye decided to respond to that by posting a fake New York Times cover. And it said Casper Roster dead at 60, which is their CEO. Personally, guys, man, that's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't understand why he would do that. But, you know, that's that's the road he took. That's the choice he made. And, you know, it just caused more drama and caused more commotion between him and the company. And maybe that was his end goal. Maybe that's what he really wanted. Maybe he really wanted to get out of his deal. But regardless, soon after after he posted that, uh, he said that he will be ending all of his corporate partnerships. And a few days later, that's when he announced that he was ending his relationship with Gap. Shortly after, in October... That's when Kanye wore the White Lives Matter t-shirt again, just purposely being controversial. For what reason? I don't know. Again, he might be trying to get dropped. But at the end of the day, he was doing what he wanted to do. A few days after he wore the White Lives Matter t-shirt in Paris, that's when he started to post the anti-Semitic remarks on Twitter, and that got his account shut down. This is a sidebar, but... What's crazy about this story, as far as the anti-Semitic remarks, the founders of Adidas, Time Magazine actually did, a, did an expose on, on, the, on Adidas as a company, but their founders were members of the Nazi party, but they don't, they don't mention that in their history. So I just want to note that the founders of Adidas were members confirmed of the Nazi party. Kanye actually went on another podcast called Drink Champs. So if y'all follow Drink Champs, I know this, it's, uh, it's Nori and I'm somebody else. Now, he's quoted, here's a quote from Kanye from that, from that episode. The thing about me and Adidas is like, I can literally say anti-Semitic shit and they can't drop me. I can say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Now what? End quote. Kanye goes on this podcast and he says that and he's literally stirring the pot. 
just contextualize this for a second. Adidas already has a jaded history because their founders were former Nazis. Kanye goes on a very, very popular podcast and starts to say anti-Semitic stuff and dares them pretty much to drop him. With him saying something like that, and if Adidas does not make a move with their history, like he pretty much tied their hands. They had no choice. They actually met, the board of directors met on the 25th of October, and the meeting only lasted two minutes, y'all. They dropped them. It was a unanimous decision. It was not even a real discussion. They already knew what was happening. Adidas then said that they expected, now here's where things kind of suck. So Adidas said that it expected its bottom line to take a $247 million hit for the year. And it also pulled all the remaining Yeezy products off the shelves. And that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Let's pay attention to to how Adidas has has actually pivoted. So in November, there, there's there's more stuff coming out, right? There's more stuff coming out. So they announced a new CEO in, new, in November. And remember, this is a German company. The CEO's name is his last name is Golden. I can't pronounce his first name. Now he's a former top executive at Puma. And he also is known for his work with celebrities like Rihanna and Jay-Z. So they made sure to hire somebody with some credibility and experience. And, And this is good in their sense because they understand, all right, we have a fire. We need somebody that knows how to manage this and can take us forward and make the proper adjustments so that way we can get out of this. Adidas projected to make around 500 million in this in in quarter four. But because of this split, they not only lost the money, but they lost half of that 250, pretty much $250 million they've lost in this quarter. The CFO announced on their earnings call that the company's annual revenue. So this quarter, they're down 250 million, but over the course of the, the year, they will be roughly down 502 million. Um, and that that's lower than a lot lower than what they expected this year. So not only are they taking a hit on the quarter, but over the year, they're down five hundred and two million dollars. So that's a huge, huge like that's a lot of money, y'all, if for, for a company to lose that. That's not anything to scoff at. Some good news for for them is they they are expecting to recoup around three hundred and two million in twenty 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 three from royalties and marketing costs that it does not have to pay out next year to support the Easy Brand. So again, Kanye was getting royalties off this, and obviously that cost marketing. So they just they just saved all of that money, which is you know that's good. But they still aren't bringing in as much income. So you know it's just it's give and take. Now. Their CFO also reiterated this. The company owns the designs it made in partnership with Kanye. So what that means is all of the designs that that they made with the that Kanye made, the company owns those. But the namesake, that's what Kanye owns. The only shoe that Kanye has the rights to is the, the Yeezy Slide. And that's because Kanye actually owns the patent to that. But the other designs that we talked about earlier, Kanye does not own those shoes. They just, he just owns its likeness. The CEO is quoted by saying that Adidas is the sole owner of all design rights registered to existing products. And we intend to make use of these rights as early as 2023. So what the CEO has already said, or that's the CFO talking, but what Adidas as a whole has already said that they would be 
utilizing their rights to potentially release um, the Yeezys without the Yeezy name. So we'll see how that transpires. So that's where this case study stands as of now, but I am curious to see what adjustments Adidas will make. So how will customers respond to their new drops? Will they buy them? Will they not? And if so, how does Adidas take that and make an attempt to build a new brand or parlay that off to kind of build some sustainability in their reseller market? If I were in their shoes, here's what I'd do. I focus on bringing on some young basketball talent, some younger stars. Puma has actually done a great job of this. They've they've really started to diversify and bring on younger talent, which has allowed them to to really start to to build their brand for the next generation of basketball stars. That's an area that I would focus on if I was Adidas. I'd also look into more deals with with independent artists that have very strong followings. The reason why is because like y'all know, typically your independent artists, they have cult followings. Like think about J. Cole before J. Cole was signed. J. Cole has a cult following because of how he started. So because of that, I go that route. I partner with them and try to build out some type of brands and figure out how that will work. Guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like, share, subscribe, and let me know what you think about this episode. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Have a good one. Peace.